time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. The NDP is raising concern about the Wall government's decision to sell off the provincial grain hopper car fleet. Opposition critic Kathy Spruill says putting the 900 hopper cars for sale jeopardizes farmers. They're derailing short lines with their desperate sell-off of the Grain Car Corporation. For years, producers have been able to count on the cars of the Grain Car Corporation to get their grain to market. And they've been able to rely on the grants from the here, profits here. of the Grain Car Corporation to help short lines stay on track and move grain to the main lines. But just like the SDC, ISC and 49% of all the other crowns, this government is chugging along at full steam to privatize everything and they're spiking these grants. Mr. Speaker, this program ensures rail safety, it saves our highways and is not only self-funding but actually makes money. Right. So Mr. Speaker, what possible justification is there to scrap this program? Highways and Infrastructure Minister David Merritt says the hopper cars will continue to move Saskatchewan grain to market. This is something that we looked at. We had a great discussion with the Short Line uh, Association back in November on the discussion about this. Right. Uh, we have uh, proposed that the, the short lines will have first opportunity to buy the rail cars. Mm -hmm. The main thing here, Mr. Speaker, is the rail cars will be used by Saskatchewan farmers in the yeah. province of Saskatchewan. They'll move Saskatchewan grain to yeah. port and to market. This is a good news story for rural Saskatchewan and the short line association in this province. Thank you, Mr. The 14 short lines in the province operate over 2,000 kilometres of track across Saskatchewan. One short line operator near Melford says the grain cars have a 14-year shelf life and are bigger and heavier than modern hopper cars. The cars are worth an estimated $40,000 each, making the sale worth about $36 million. Farm leaders in Saskatchewan are reacting positively to a decision by G3 Canada to build two new grain terminals in this province. The terminals will cost 40 to $50 million each and will be built west of Saskatoon and north of Melville. Jim Wickett, chair of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association, says any expansion in the grain handling industry is welcome. It's just a continuation of the, what we're seeing in the uh, open market conditions. It's the expansion of the grain handling systems and uh, always popular to have an increase in uh, competition and also an increase in uh, elevator and uh, the grain handling system as far as you know space and and that so uh, you know we went a long time with uh, just seeing elevators diminish and then disappear in the prairies uh, so it's a, it's a really positive good news story to see the uh, see some more be built. Is there space, is there need for this kind of additional terminal capacity in the province of Saskatchewan? I think there is because I think, you know, markets are uh, slowly changing uh, away from some of the traditional crops, uh, whether it's an increase, you know, in canola acres or whether it's in areas where you're going to see an increase in corn or soybeans. So our crops are slowly uh, changing, and I think the green handling system is uh, following along with it. This is no cheap investment. These terminals come very pricey. Yeah, that's for sure. It's a, it's a big investment for them. Uh, the tracks alone I, for the rail sidings would be, uh, you know, pretty phenomenal. So, it you know, you got to turn those over. So, 
I'm sure they've done their due diligence and uh, picked their areas where they think there's some deficiencies and they're probably looking to turn those elevators over pretty consistently. So uh, I think it's a good thing for the province, good thing for the areas, especially the local farmers, you know, within 30, 40 miles of these, it's going to be great for them. You mean increased competition, better prices? I think, yeah, competition, maybe ease of delivery. I know uh, that west side of Saskatoon in there, I mean, those guys are having to go in some cases in through the city. So if you can uh, avoid driving your uh, green truck through a city, um, I think the city people are pretty happy about that. And, uh, and I think as a producer, you can. Uh, it's a lot easier to deliver to a terminal like that. G3, of course, comes rises out of the ashes of the old Canadian wheat board. And G3 took it over about two years ago. Are you surprised at the speed at which they've developed? Uh, they've announced, of course, a grain terminal to be built in Vancouver. This is uh, They've got other elevators in Saskatchewan and on the prairies. Now two more in Saskatchewan. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised, but uh, knowing uh, some of the backing they have and the, uh, the business alignments, and, and you know, it's, it's still uh, the G3, you know, the old Canadian wheat board. They still have the, uh, the Rolodex of the uh, customers throughout the world, and so they, uh, there is, you know, an opportunity for them, and uh, I just think it's a great thing for uh, the ag industry in Western Canada. G3 Canada says it is considering building another seven or eight grain elevators in Western Saskatchewan and Alberta. Broken Arrow Youth Ranch is hoping Saskatchewan farmers will help them out. The focus of the ranch, located about 200 kilometers south of Moose Jaw near Wood Mountain, is to provide a place where youth and their families can get help in troubling times. Rick Horischuk is a pastor in the Wood Mountain area and acts as the CEO of Broken Arrow Youth Ranch. The Youth Ranch is it's a kind of a, a restoration and renewal place for broken families. What we do is we take in young people, like children and teenagers who have or are part of a family that's been kind of broken apart through different things that, that happen in life, whether it's through uh, depression or, or things like that or things that happen with parents, divorce, that kind of stuff. But what we work at, what we do is we bring the children out or the teens out. We uh, have a mentorship program. We do the schooling on site. We are a working cattle ranch at this point. We're working on getting more animals out there so that it's like an entire ranching sort of experience. And we we look at building, uh, again, that restoration of the family unit so that parents are involved, youth are involved, and, and we bring the family back together. Horace Chuck says while the organization has survived so far on fundraising and donations from individuals and churches, they're hoping to branch out into a new kind of fundraising in association with Canterra Seeds. What we're hoping the farmers will do is to uh, take on uh, you know, a, a partnership with us. Uh, we can supply seed for 40 or 80 acre plots. We've got a limited amount of that to do, so we're looking at about six to eight farmers to partner with us. At this time, we've got some chemical that's available to do early burnoffs and for in-crop weed control and, and disease control. And then what we're hoping that we get out of this is that farmers will find that this, this new variety of wheat, which is resistant to fusarium and those kinds of things that hit us hard last year on the prairies, 
will be something that they can use in their farming operation and uh, as an alternative to some of the other uh, varieties out there that are not as disease resistant. And the benefits for that are is that if we can supply enough for the farmer that they'll donate the proceeds off of, of these test plots back to the ranch or a portion thereof anyways uh, to help us with with our growth and with all the needs that we have there with the children. Horace Chuck says they have a couple of farmers already on board. He encourages any farmers interested in taking part in the fundraising project to contact him at 306-472-7949. Saskatchewan cattle prices were moving upward this past week. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsignuk says feeder cattle prices overall average rose almost $5 per hundredweight. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were primarily higher this last week. Feeder steer prices range between $2.60 per hundredweight lower to $7.87 per hundredweight higher. Biggest gains were in the 5 to 600 pound feeder steer weight category, which averaged $213.25 per hundredweight, while the only losses were in the 3 to 400 pound weight category. Saskatchewan feeder heifer prices were higher in all weight categories over the week. Feeder heifer prices increased between $0.53 cents and $7.70 per hundredweight. The biggest gains were in the 4 to 500 pound weight category. And overall, feeder heifer prices averaged almost $5 per hundredweight higher from the previous week. And what are the factors behind these changes? Factors affecting Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices last week were stronger feeder cattle demand as the U.S. feeder cattle prices moved higher, helped by stronger fed cattle prices and higher beef cattle values in the U.S. And what were marketings? Canfax reported 19,345 head of cattle were sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that was up from 11,340 head marketed the previous week. What happened with the market-ready cattle prices? Well, slaughter cow prices in Alberta were again higher. The price of D1, D2 slaughter cows increased $2.73 to average $103.63 per hundredweight, while the price of D3 slaughter cows increased $0.26 cents to average $90.56 per hundredweight. Fed cattle prices in Western Canada for Alberta fed steers were reported to average $170.66 per hundredweight last week. Prices were just over $3 higher from the previous week. Fed steer prices have rebounded to price levels not seen since June of 2016. Marcin Yuk says U.S. cattle futures rose 2 to $4 per hundred. He adds U.S. cattle on feed estimates for March 1st were 10.7 million head, up only slightly from the previous year. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola fell 90 cents at 467.62. Oats fell 296 at 150.72. Number one red spring wheat went up $2.21 at 227.47. The rest were unchanged. Durham 274.82. Feed barley 129.14. Flax 488.96. Feed peas $220.54. Yellow peas 306.49. Feed wheat, 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, May wheat was up 5 cents a bushel at 5.40 a month. The Livestock Report on The Source, 620 CKRM. And now the latest Livestock Report. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, March the 29th. A good run here today, 24.50 in the short with 350 cows and bulls, a total of 2,800 for the day. Cows and bulls selling strong and active. D1, D2 cows, 94 to 104, sales to 108, 109. Good bulls, 115 to 130, sales to 135, 136, even as high as 137. In the pre-sort here today, selling strong and active with good demand on these little light grass cattle. Lots of excitement today, just like my Toronto Maple Leafs. 
Some highlights on the steer side, 450 pound steers, 248, 500 pounders, 242, 550 is 232, 650 pound steers, 215. My favorite pen, 700 pound steers, 198, 800 pounders, 183, 950 pound steers, 160, and we had a big package of 1,250 pound big yearling steers. They traded out at 143. Some highlights on the heifer side. 500-pound heifers, 205, 550s, 197, 650-pound heifers, 180, 700-pounders, 170, and 800-pound heifers, 165. Next week, pre-sort, we're going back to Monday, Tuesday sorting, 1,700 booked for next week so far. Last Sunday, a huge crowd here for the best of the breeds bull sale. What a day it was. Some results, uh, some averages we got here. Black Angus bulls, average 59.90. Red Angus bulls, 4,600. Galvi bulls average 5,300, Simmental bulls 62.40, and Charlie bulls 57.90. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,500 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 160 to 162 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,000 head, selling in a range of 159 to 161 per CKG. Number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in the range of $79 to $93 per CKG live weight. Cash hogs today are called lower while lean hogs are trading mixed and the Canadian dollar is up two basis points trading at 0.7479 cents US. Cash hogs yesterday were down 58 cents per hundred weight while the cutout was down $1.51 per hundred weight. Packer margins are currently estimated at $24 per head black. Cash markets are seeing pressure from an increase in reported hog weights and lower cutout values. The USDA hogs and pigs report coming out Thursday is expected to show expansion. Strong demand will be needed to clear the market and keep prices from dropping. Coming up, the farm.